and welcome to Lit Service, where we're fans of fiction and purveyors of dodgy writing advice. I'm Kristen, and my best thinking place is probably the park I live by. I just go on little walks and I do brainstorming on my little walk. I'm Cameron, and my best brainstorming place is anywhere I can pace and it's not too hot and loud. I'm Caitlin, and my best thinking place is also out walking, usually outside, anywhere my children can't find me. Yeah. Like adult hide and seek, high stakes. This is basic, I think, best in the shower. Shower thoughts are the purest thoughts, in my opinion. <laughs> really stripped back. <laughs> yeah. Get it? <laughs> Thanks, Cameron. <laughs> So we are so excited to be back. This is season seven, which we cannot believe. Where has the time gone? We're trying something new with this season. We're going to make the episodes a little bit shorter, about 10 minutes, kind of in line with Leigh Bardugo's Begin As You Mean To Go On, where you do 15 minutes a day of something you want to do for the rest of the year. And so this fits nicely into your pocket if you are hoping to learn more about writing or just have a fun chat with friends. We're always changing things up because we don't ever do anything the same ever around here. Well, and if we did, we would get bored. And so would you, dear listener. So this season is all about the basics. We're going to do something really fun where we start from, you know, I guess the pre-writing process and just over the course of six months, we're going to go all the way through drafting to editing to finishing things up at the end. And we'll just have fun with it. Anyone want to introduce today's topic? Well, we are going to talk about the first thing that comes when it comes to writing, which is getting ideas, uh, specifically novel-worthy ideas. So how do we do that? Where does a good idea come from? I know authors hate being asked this question, so that's why we're going to try and answer it. <laughs> I always come up with the most annoying answers possible when people ask me this, like at conventions and like on panels and stuff. I'm like, well, I dream them and... Uh... I listen to stuff, and then things just occur to me in, like, the most unhelpful way possible. Not because I'm mean, but because that's really where they come from, and they just don't help anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know, the process is unique, right? I think for me, it's kind of like you have to go out for a little bit and gather the raw materials, your clay for molding. And so I always write better and feel like my brain is more active when I've been immersed in movies that are quality, books that are quality, even paintings or or poetry, even though I do not write poetry. There's just something about being exposed to other people's beautiful creation that makes me feel like maybe I can do better than I have been. I absolutely agree with that. I think that while I'm consuming other media, it helps me to like, I think that really, really good books and really good movies, they force you to feel things. They can actually get you to not just laugh and then walk away. They tap into something inside of you that makes you identify with and feel for the the characters or the real life people who are in the story. And whenever that happens to me, it makes me want to do it to somebody else. And so when I listen to a really good story or when I read a really good story, I always am like, ooh, I want to do this to somebody else. And so, yeah. So you are emotion driven. That's cool. Well, and it's also like an like not an aesthetic but like a feeling like I'll read a book that just has like like one of my favorite books is Howl's Moving Castle because of the feeling that you get when you read it and it's just about like the tone of the book and the silly characters and the setting it's not any one it's like all the things put together and it made me want to write a book that was not the same story but felt like that it's all about the vibes yeah yeah I'm all about the vibes (laughs) (laughs) Kristen I thought you had a really good note here on what a novel worthy idea means Yeah, well, it was something that I've been thinking about a lot as I have been working on a new project with my agent, just because I think there's a difference between 
what is a good idea and what is a sellable idea. And that's really depressing. Um, and it probably isn't something every writer needs to think about up front. But I think there are plenty of really good books that are sort of hard to market and sell, even though they've got a good idea. And so when I'm thinking about novel worthy, I'm thinking about things that like I think people will want to spend money on, which is really mercenary. But I think something worth taking into consideration. And along those lines, I I think almost any idea can be a good idea. And it's the refining process that is the really exciting or interesting thing. So like stopping and asking yourself, what makes this idea different from any other similar idea? So like what makes Caitlin's House Moving Castle-esque book different than any other House Moving Castle-esque book? Or what makes my weird alien book different than any other weird alien book and really focusing in on that like hook of of what makes it unique I think that is something that's really helpful for me up front is working on a concept until it gets to a point where I feel like yes I know how this is different from things that are like it I think that that's a really interesting approach I like literally cannot approach writing that way and I think (laughs) that's something valuable to say up front and why we are offering dodgy writing advice, Mm -hmm. because it's going to be different for every single person who writes books. Totally. Kristen is at a point in her career where she's like, oh, I need to think about selling this. And most people, when they first start, are just like, I need to get words on a page. And Mm -hmm. that is totally different. And I mean, when I first started writing, it was just words on a page. And I didn't start thinking about how do I sell this until I was already in like the query trenches and I started revising it so that it became more sellable. When I come at ideas, I feel like I usually have, like I have a much more frenetic, not normal way of approaching this, I guess. Like I'm a mess. In fact, when we were putting together this outline, we have like Aaliyah who comes up with a concept and then Kristen who comes up with bullet points. And then mine is like a stream of consciousness, crazy. Like you can see our different processes just in the way we talk to each other in documents. <laughs> and so I think it's important to be aware of the, the sellable side of things. And actually Kristen has some really good points that I hope she comes back to about like how yeah. you can think about how to come up with good ideas. But at the same time, I feel like when you are first drafting, especially if you're a newer writer, just come up with an idea mm-hmm. and and write it. <laughs> I totally agree with that. I actually saw, I'm going to quote Twitter today um, because I just saw a tweet from an author who I'm very excited about their book. Um, I think it's called If Tomorrow Doesn't Come and it's by Jen St. Jude. And I really hope I got that right because I've, <laughs> I only know them from seeing their tweets pass by but basically the tweet said that like it is okay if your first draft or your early drafts don't have what you're going to love about the book you're writing eventually like it's totally fine if your early draft is just words on a page pointing you in a direction and anything can be added in revision or later on like that's a really hopeful and calming way to look at things because a lot of the times I'm not writing. Actually, never. I have never written a first draft that looks anything like my finished drafts. And I think that's totally fine. In terms of like coming up with ideas in query letters, we use like comp titles, just like what are some things that your book feels like or is like. And for me, I like coming up with ideas by just 
doing like a little silly practice exercise of like matching up the last thing I read with like the last thing I watched and just trying to find how I would make those two things intersect in terms of whether that's the vibe or the tone or the actual plot or the subject matter or character and just sort of seeing what I could do to make those be my comp titles and a lot of times that gives you terrible ideas but sometimes it gives you really good ones and something I do a lot is that if an idea I've had in the past, like I've had to abandon if it's not working, I just sort of see how I can mash it up with new ideas that I have and Frankenstein and cobble together various ideas that I've been working on and and end up with something new and more unique for having such different things squished together, if that makes sense. That's some cool homework. If I go back to something Caitlin was talking about, especially if you're a newer writer, I think we've touched on this before, but it doesn't matter how good your idea is if you don't know how to execute on it. So I think, especially when you're beginning, if you're struggling to get words on a page, just write what speaks to you. Like if you, if you, what, whatever your ideal book is, regardless of whether or not you think you're skilled enough to currently pull it off, write what's going to actually get you writing and worry about selling once you actually have the skills to deliver on the promise that you come up with eventually. That is so important. And I'll just put in a plug. I feel like I always make this plug, but we've seen all these different processes we have. It really depends on what your goal is with creative writing. You know, some of us want to be able to do this full time or some of us just want to do it and have other people read it. And sometimes it's just for the enjoyment of being able to write something that we enjoy and that we like to read. So if if you like the idea, go for it. I have a, a list of ideas that I haven't written that I just go through sometimes. And I'm like, ooh, I remember this one. I had a weird dream about a serpent man who came out of the ocean and ate my dog. You know, like I, I want to don't even have a dog. I know. I don't even like dogs. So maybe I would have been happy. Take that back. I'm sorry. I'm a terrible human being. Our ratings are going to tank. I know. (laughs) Anyway, I I think it's, it's important to write down ideas and not to feel married to one and just, just write what you're excited about and finish it. So that's our time for today, but we need a catchy send off. Like, Words of wisdom from the unwise, or anyone have any other better ideas? Let's keep thinking about this, and maybe today we just say our send-off final thoughts. Kristen, go. Uh, Come up with a fun idea and commit to it. If you like the show, please be sure to like and subscribe. We do have some signed special editions on sale in our store with some pretty stenciled edges. Be sure to check them out. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.